Hi, everybody. I'm Peter Travers. Welcome to Popcorn, where we tell you what is popping in the culture. And my guest today, basically, they have Academy Award already, you know, for La La Land. Now they're heading towards the Tony Awards, which, you know, if I have anything to say, they'll have those. So they're just, I don't know, the, the name Pasek and Paul now as people who are musical theater, musical movies, musical everything. It's just great. I'm delighted. And you're both only 13, 14 years <laughs> old. So it's, it's just great that it, it all happened. So welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. We're Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. So how did this happen? I'm going to start with that. How did it happen that you two found each other? How uh, did this happen, Justin? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How well, did it happen? We, we found Justin. each other uh, at the University of Michigan, which is where we went to college. Uh, and we met on the first day of freshman orientation. And we were in the musical theater program. We were there to be actors, to be, you know, song and dance men. Uh, and we quickly bonded because we were not very good song and dance men, particularly not good dance men at all. Horrible at ballet oh, well, that's in it. particular. We insist on dancing on this show, so <laughs> I, I hope you're ready to get <laughs> We are not. Yeah, okay. we, we, were, um, we, we were both terrible ballet dancers, and so in our ballet class, we, we were like the two worst guys in the class. And so that sort of, you know, when you're in that sort of experience, like, you know, basic training for musical theater and you're flunking terribly, it sort of bonds you together in that way. So that's, that's right. It's so it's so waving through the window. Yeah, we were Yeah, okay. Yeah. Exactly. It's just us against the world. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So we so we became friends and then and, and, and uh, stayed friends and we sort of started writing a little bit on the side, like just for fun in practice rooms at, at college and then our sophomore year we got uh, cast in the school show and we were sort of excited because that was going to be the big moment where we would maybe come into our own as actors and actors. really yes that was the plan and then we uh we got cast in uh two terrible roles in our school show city of angels i was uh bench was cast as um man with camera man with camera was the name of my role yeah well, and i had forgotten that yeah from, well i think a lot of people <laughs> did <laughs> man with camera <laughs> you, you know man with camera right yeah. um yeah. yeah i was like a coroner who slash, like I, slash backup yeah, dancer yeah i had like a Don't little backup that. dance moment but i yeah. came on stage and i think i said like she was found in the river with the de- something <laughs> like that some one liner uh, and so we decided to write our own show because we weren't we were frustrated actors basically and so we we decided to write a, a, a set of songs that became a review, and that was the first thing we wrote together in college our sophomore year. We collected the other students who hadn't been cast in good roles in the school musical, and they were all frustrated, too, so we had this little it's band. It's a fabulous losers group yeah. it's, it was that totally just left. comes in and says, nobody wants us but us, yeah. so we'll just do it. We'll make our own thing, yeah, yeah. totally. I had seen A Christmas Story, and you had done a lot of stuff that was... A family related to a musicals like that, yeah. James and the Giant Peach, yeah, yeah, doing this. But when you got to the movie aspect of things, La La Land becomes this original musical, which seems to shock the universe. <laughs> yeah. And so, but what exactly? Who writes what? Who does the music? Who does the lyrics? Or do you just like? Does it merge? Well, you know, it's interesting. I mean, La La Land was a very different experience. For us than, than we've had before because you know we ever since we first started writing together back in you know, those 13 years ago um, we have always written music and lyrics as a team mm-hmm. and then you know I'm sitting on the piano and Ben just sitting on his laptop and but uh, now you have this other Justin guy now the Justin guy <laughs> right so so that was interesting it's uh, and and we got a call from like our manager about it saying okay I just sat down with these two guys in L A and I feel like I sat down with you guys but 
the LA version. They're these two guys who met in college. They they're filmmakers together. They're collaborators. You know, I think they were roommates at one point even. They are you. <laughs> and, and he said, better dressed. They, the they were the same yeah. age as us. You know, so and he said, you know, it's a director and a composer. They're looking for a lyricist. I know that's not solely what you guys do, but I don't care. You need to be part of this. You need to meet these guys. You're going to want to be doing whatever they're doing because they're brilliant filmmakers. And so we got excited about that and met them, and, and we're so excited about them once we talked to them and once we saw the vision for the film. And even though you know we typically write music and lyrics, even though this job was just writing lyrics, it was it was too exciting to to not be part of it. And it was a, it was a very it was a different kind of a collaboration for us. And it was really fun to, to when you work with someone else, it challenges all of your yeah. assumptions about how you write a song. Different so, muscles and everything. Yeah, we we wrote it. You know, usually we we come up with like a lyric hook, and then we you know we'll put music on top of it. With this, the music was already written, so we were putting lyric on music. So it was that, already there. Yeah. So the, and the spots in the script said this would be a musical number. Uh, yeah, the and then it, some of that evolved a little bit Definitely. over the, the development of it and what was a song became a different song or there was a song there that was no longer there. Like, the, and, Or sometimes the prompt would change but the music would stay the same but say now let's make it more about this. And but, when Emma and Ryan came on they influenced a lot of the, yeah. the lyric writing as well. Do you, like, work, are you work with them specifically when this is being recorded because uh, we, I think we were more in New York and that was happening more in LA because we were working on Dear Evan Hansen at the time. I don't um, know. Just but, constantly work. <laughs> hey, well, just, yeah. yeah. So we didn't... I my mean, father would say keeps you off the streets. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, we, we were obviously huge fans of theirs, and it, it was a, it was awesome getting to work with them. However, yeah. we did. We it weren't. Good. I mean, they, they they had a lot of they had opinions. It, it was it was it was like momentarily frustrating, but very ultimately rewarding and and the right thing for the film. They came on and they were like, um, I don't want to sing that. <laughs> That's I'm not sure if I this character would say that or <laughs> that feels whatever. And that was great. That was a great new sort of voice in the process. That's good to hear because it yeah. also could be annoying. What yeah, do you but, mean? I wrote this. <laughs> but they're they're really smart actors and they know you know when you work with a really smart actor like like Ryan or a really smart actor like Emma they are like the CEOs of their character they have to embody them so they know more than anyone else what would be natural for their character to do what their character would say so it's really a, it's great to have them really assess what feels real and natural to come out of their own mouths and we have to trust them and obviously we did because they're fantastic at their craft. It worked out well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the, and, the and trust we, was well played. And, and obviously Damien Chazelle was like an unbelievable visionary and one of the most w- w- wondrous fantastic collaborations that we've ever had. Well, I mean, too, the movie won the Academy Award as Best Picture and then didn't. And then it was Moonlight. I, it, I guess it didn't technically win, but it, it, it was announced that it did, yeah. So we all saw it. If yes. somebody went to bed after that, then that was it. Yeah, you know, that is While Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty were playing with an envelope, yeah. well, they just thought it happened. It was a crazy, but crazy moment. But how did that affect the group of you when that was going on? Because I thought on television, it was handled beautifully. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was handled beautifully. You know, I think that it was definitely, you know, it was a wild night because they were, you know, there were moments of obvious celebration and, and 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 you know enthusiasm, and then obviously at the end, it really you know took the air out of it and and the wind out of everyone's sails. I think I think um, you know everyone obviously soldiered on and, and mm-hmm. I think handled it with grace, but it was it was a surprising moment, and the way that it happened, you know, I think did really sort of a little bit color all of our experiences, and and it's a good it's a good I think it was a good moment of reflection and learning because. You know, you sort of start to think about how important these things are, and then you see how easily it can go another way, or 
think it's yours and then it's not. So, uh, well, you know, I don't know if I were you two after that happened, I'd say, do I have my envelope that said we won this? <laughs> really? For I mean, stars? Yeah. Yeah, Are you no, sure? It reminded it me of, of breaking a glass at a Jewish wedding, where it was like such a sweet thing, and there's a little bit of, of something that's sour, but overall it was such an incredible experience. Yeah. And even, like, you know, this is the first movie that we've ever been a part of, so to get to go to the Academy Awards and get to share that was an unbelievable yeah. experience. At the same time this is happening, and you're back in New York working on Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. Uh, which I think, again, is one of the most original, fascinating, touching, uh, all kinds of words for what it is to me, just really moving. But it's about suicide. So I heard, did it start with you that you heard a story about uh, um, Well, the, the, before we met each other in college, uh, there were a, a few different people in, in my high school. One particular uh, incident where a kid... Uh, uh, passed away, and uh, so many kids uh, in my school community, including myself, really after his death, invented a place in his life where they didn't really earn it. They were so there was sort of like a grief porn uh, element to it, where people really wanted to insert themselves in this tragedy as a means of coming together and finding a connection and finding community. Was it a suicide or um, accidental? It's, it, 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 it's yeah. unclear, but yeah. pe- some people thought it was a suicide, some people didn't. And when we began to discuss this in college, you know, Justin and I both felt like it had this. Uh, it, it resonated with this uh, sense that we had about 9-11 too where, where people our age would insert themselves in this tragedy and of course it affected us and of course it was meaningful but some people would lie about their you know, involvement or lie that they knew family members or have people involved. It's sort of like now and, na- and now it's translated to like when a celebrity death and sort of like the online outpouring of mm-hmm. everyone sharing, understandably but people sharing, here's how I knew Robin Williams or this is what, I, you know mm-hmm. there, there is that Need to sort of feel part of this tragedy and sort of have a communal grief, and and we wanted to write a show initially that was about that. And actually, initially, we wanted to write it sort of as a a, a condemnation, sort of a cynical look at that. And when we when we brought <clears throat> our collaborators on board, uh, Stephen Levinson, uh, Michael Greif, who were both just incredible and have so shaped what the show became, and we started to write, it became clear to us that. That wasn't an interesting musical. It wasn't interesting and not something that our hearts leapt out to write, to sort of write, you know, parody after parody or condemnation after mm-hmm. condemnation of <laughs> songs of look at these horrible people this in this town, this teenager, these parents and how they're all trying to be part. It wasn't there was no heart to that. And so we really look, look tried to look at it from another point of view, which is what puts someone what experience does a person have that, that they're in a, such a place that when given the opportunity to fib a little bit and say that they had a connection to someone that they didn't have a connection to. Because with, they're not having Because them. they don't have right. that connection because they're so isolated and so alone. What What is it that makes someone do that and walk right into that and then yeah. how does it all and domino? It, well, the experience is so ubiquitous that so many people do it. So to, to, well, because to, of social just, media. Right. You were saying that well, because of social media yeah, it's, there, it's it, very it, easy. That once well, it wasn't there, right. but when it is, then there is it's like I have to express this immediately. Yeah, yeah the, I think the public nature of it and the divide between who we privately are and who we publicly are has just amplified it. But I think even before social media, which obviously has amplified it, everyone feels a a sort of a sense of loneliness or a sense of uh, not feeling like they're seen or like they're heard or or like 
you know, people care about them ultimately, and people have, you know, moments of that in their lives. So when there is this opportunity, you know, when I went to school before social media was really a thing in high school, and since it's, it's made that experience much bigger. But yeah, as Justin said, we wanted to figure out why people would feel so isolated that they would need to do that, and, and that that is a very human and real thing and, and instead of wagging a finger at it to try to, to, to understand why in ourselves we have these reactions and, and, and not judge it. Towards the end of that show there's a song for mom mm-hmm. you know so big so small that's heartbreaking about divorce and separation. These are all subjects that I think a lot of people would say you want to make a musical? <laughs> <laughs> I know I know and, and that's sort of what happened with, with, the, with the first time that we sort of uh, talked to our producer Stacey Mendich about this idea she had sort of already told us, I'm committed to you guys, I, I think you have an interesting voice and I want to help you develop it, um, I want to you know, commission a show from you, I want, I, want, I want to help support it in some way. And we were like, okay, and then we told her this idea, and she, I think she was sort of like, well, I already said I wanted to support you, so I guess I have to do this <laughs> show, but I know I she was know. sort of like, how is this going to be a musical? Um, but you know, I, she did, though, very much push us, uh, originally having a, a show that has a protagonist that's a 17-year-old, you know, I think we approached it from a more uh, youthful angle, and she <laughs> definitely pushed us to think about... Well, it's it's not just about uh, it's it's not just about young people. It's really about it's family families, story. and it's about how a family needs a kid as much as this kid needs this family. And it's about how a mom can't see her son, and a son can't see his mom. And you know, I think she, along with our director Michael Greif, really helped us to to see both perspectives and make it, I think, much much larger of a world than just uh, just a high school story to make it about family and community and, and connection and misconnection. And I think also another thing that we're grateful for is our shows like Rent, shows like Next to Normal or Fun Home, shows that on the surface sound like, oh, really, can a musical really be about that? Or is that what, you know, are we going to want to go sit through a couple of hours of hearing people sing about those subjects? And they really, I think, blazed a trail in terms of saying, you know, you can come to a musical that's about something, that's about contemporary life or about contemporary issues. uh, And though it might not sound like, oh, musical, musical, you know, there's a a rich experience to be had. And I think they blazed the trail that we're hopefully trying to follow in, in terms of a show that, like you said, you hear it and you think, I don't know, is that a musical? But then hopefully the experience is In both La La Land and Dear Evan Hansen, there aren't endings without me giving spoilers or anything. It's a... There's no tied up with a pretty ribbon in them. There's there's a sense of sorrowfulness as well in yeah. what the next step you make is yeah. uh, in both cases. I mean, hopefully with Evan Hansen, you know, we do think that it's it's uplifting in the sense that at the end there's there's definitely hope and possibility, and you're looking toward a bright. Uh, Tomorrow, right. uh, certainly, as opposed to what the alternative could be, there's there's a real sense of I think optimism in what the future could be. But in general, I think you're right. I think in, we tend to be attracted to stories that are messy and complicated, and that but, they but there's always a, some little kernel of hope, and there's yeah. also you know that there that there's something that still is aspirational. It's sort of messy optimism, I guess you might say. <laughs> messy optimism. Yeah. Just no, but it, I think it's real. Like I think the ending of Dear Evan Hansen, we we went back and forth a lot with our collaborators about how that ends. Does does it end with the everything tied up with a bow? Does it end with nothing tied up with a bow? And we sort of felt like we found a, a, a middle ground place where it ended with some optimism, but acknowledging that you know sometimes things get a little broken and sometimes things do hurt and there are wounds, but ultimately yeah. we can move on and yeah. have hope for the future. And that's empowering. Do you guys, yeah. get, do you feel, are you nervous wrecks before 
something that you do yes. is yeah. finally released yes. into the world. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Horrible. I would horrible, think, like, horrible. I would be looking at yeah. those last few previews and saying, what? What no, no, is this? A, Why did we do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, a, can I it's a good that they, at a certain point, just basically make us leave the theater, and it's just like oh, they do, they barred. Well, they basically no, <laughs> they never, no, we never like got that. officially barred. I'll say no, but they yeah. at a certain point they're like, guys, we're out of time. We can't, we yeah. can't keep yeah. changing. It's done. It's frozen. Because you know, as a writer, I think you'd always, you know, I was I was at the show a few nights ago, and I was like, oh, we could still, I wish you could, we change. No, but that's no. that's the nature Sorry, of, of frozen. Making art. Exactly. They say stay out of here. Musicals are never done. They're just abandoned. They're just at a certain point. You're like, well, okay, yeah. All right. Well, we end. This is the first time you're on the show. I hope not the last. We, we, we hope, hope so we too. get to see it again. But we end too. in song. Okay. I don't know if you duet. We can duet. Or, or what is going to come out of you? What is going to come out of you? What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> what, what should we sing? You should know. What should we sing? Well, you could you could do something that blends La La Land with Evan Hansen. Oh. What do you got? I ain't got nothing. Um, um, <laughs> do you want to just sing Waving? Go for it. Yeah. You want to yeah, sing it with me? Yeah, I'll, I'll okay. join you in. Okay. You have to take this first step. Give, and me, then the, I'll... give me the note. I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. What are those companies? I don't know your yeah, yeah. Right. All right. So, go on for the it. outside, always looking in, will I ever be more than I've always been? Because I'm tap, tap, tapping on the glass. Waving through a window, I, I try to speak, but nobody can hear. So I wait around for an answer to appear while I'm watch, watch, watching people pass. Waving through a window, can anybody see? Is anybody waving back at me? Whoa, nice, Ben right? Platt, eat your heart. <laughs> wow. We know what's going to happen oh, if he suddenly takes ill and you just keep this doing guy, it. This guy, this guy. Oh, no, 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 you're looking at, oh, yeah. we're yeah. ready to do a merrily we roll along, uh, you know, reunion whenever whenever anybody's ready for <laughs> well, us. Well, that's revived every five minutes. <laughs> fair enough. So there's, a, there's enough chances fair for enough, that to happen. Fair enough. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, you so much. You two were just great.